Power Bush Radio. I've said this a million times. Okay. Hey guys, welcome to Power Bush Radio. My name is P. Babylon. I'm going to start this podcast because I feel that I should at least share the things that I've learned from um, the music industry in the many years that I've done it. So I'm going to call this episode one. Get your boots on. Because if you don't have a solid foundation, you cannot really move forward. I'm going to cover things like songwriting, what your brand should be, copywriting, a PRO, uh, the documents that you should have, and uh, how it all should connect. Now, I've had a few people ask me about, like, what it is that, like, you do in order to get yourself out there and it's kind of like it comes down with you know you have to have at least the core foundation of what it is that you need as a songwriter as an artist as a producer I guess as a person that you know wants to create a brand I'm not pitching anything from marketing or advertising or whatever like I don't know gaining followers to me is a whole new level of understanding and I'm still researching it myself but I believe that in order to make it all connect you have to not only just play out and practice of course practicing is key you know one of the things that I learned from uh, a really amazing drummer and hopefully I can get her on this podcast here in a little bit she's pretty she's pretty great she's out in Colombia right now was that she practiced every day and when she would practice she would you know break things down when she would practice so let's just kind of go over it and um again I'm just going to reiterate what I kind of want to touch base on as like a a general like foundation of what you need as an artist and then with later episodes like I'll go in depth with um things that I've learned from people mentors try and get some people on here that are um of high caliber and um hopefully it all goes well Okay, so here we go. Songwriting. Are you, you know, how are you recording? How are you creating? Are you, are you guys a band where everyone is connected and everyone knows the role that they're playing? Or are you just like a songwriter that is, you know, writing songs in your room or your house or whatever it is that you want to, you want to call your dwelling and then you're just kind of laying it down and then formulating all the parts and then picking up hired guns I called hired guns I'm not talking about guns like no NRA whatever whatever like none of that um so I'm just saying like I for instance am a songwriter like I hear all of the different parts in my brain I wake up in the middle of the night and then or may may it be in the day and then I I throw it into a, a voice memo and I just kind of like hum the parts beatbox but like boom, like beatbox parts hum all the parts get the harmonies down and then just notate what it is that I'm doing as like an artist and a songwriter and then you know I try to you record that if you're a band of course that's like a little different I know bands that you know the rhythm player will come up with like the melodic line and then the drummer comes up with everything and then you know they all like share their creative ideas together and then they just jam out the idea for you know quite some time and then until they they do lay it down but I 
<clears throat> one of the most important things that I've learned from uh, Jeff Jones, the Jedi Master. He's a really amazing person. He's a mentor of mine. And he's a producer here in New York. Um, is that you can't be scared to lay down the ideas. Even if it's just an idea that's like a song. And then you have like another song that sounds kind of the same. Like with just the verse, but the chorus is different. Like just lay it down. Get yourself like a $100 interface or like find a user online or... I use Focusrite. I think it's really great. I bought the package deal. It came with, you know, a microphone, studio headphones, the interface that plugs into a laptop. You just upload the software and then, you know, you can look at some tutorials online and at least lay down, like, figure out how to record your guitar part and then your vocal part. So then you get the feel of the song. If you want, you know, as a band, I guess you can always get like a bigger package or a bigger interface that will at least get the room feel. Or if you wanted, you know, you guys can just do, record a practice session of just doing the room feel, but always play to a click track because it's just easier to align it that way when you know how many beats per measures you have. And, uh, you know, like, I don't even know why I'm doing this podcast, but I think that I should just at least start sharing these ideas with people because I've had so many amazing artists come up to me and ask me the the same type of question and I feel like if I can just let them have a resource that they can like go to all the time without having to wait for me to be free I I'm really happy to do that now it's taking me a lot not to curse but you know we'll try and we're just drinking some tea here let's see how it goes uh the second thing that I think you need is your brand you need to figure out what it is that you need like to showcase people or like to showcase out to the public or like to have the character or like if you know you have a mask or or not a mask or if it's the thing that's like inside of you that like you know you're not using day to day and that's like your hoorah like this is my life and like you're like this is my 1980s rocker like character and this is how I love to portray myself but I can't do it like when I'm doing my nine to five but like with branding you need to figure out exactly what you're you know what you're first and foremost like telling yourself like for instance you know like I love the 70s I love rock and roll I love that they didn't really care what they put on it wasn't really formulated but also it was a beautiful craft of like shit that people gave to each other like dudes wearing chick shirts do you know what I'm saying like zeppelin like where did that tight jean idea come from but it was brilliant like let's do it so something that makes you stand out something that makes you look at yourself a little bit different of course you know the major population of like music industry they kind of like to showcase like this is the rocker feel I just bumped the microphone this is the rocker feel it's like the leather jacket like cool white shirt like tight jeans dude or like you know but also like who really wants to wear a clean shirt like you're not really ah you are you really playing rock that hard if you're clean all the time I don't know and then like you know the character I guess is like what you want to you what you want to showcase and then just play around with it you know like take a couple pictures or like have your friend come over and take a couple pictures of you in like different outfits go thrifting for like 20 20 bucks 20 30 bucks buy random 
random things that you can use within your own wardrobe that can help you mold into this place. Uh, for example, like it took me a good, you know, it took me a good, oh man, like five to six years at least to know that, you know, I wanted to play an electric guitar and like play it through, uh, you know, an overdrive type of sound and a tube screamer type of, you know, reveal where when I had my acoustic guitars, I would like bang away on that sucker and like just break every single one. And I was like, man, this is not working for me. Everyone thinks I'm like some acoustic chick and not that there's anything wrong with acoustic chicks. If that's like your motive, like that's your motive and and beautiful, make it perfect, like make it beautiful, but make it perfect, like for yourself, you know? And then how are you going to market that? How are you going to you know, figure out, A, what, you know, you want to look at what you're dating at. Like, what what are you dating? Like, you're dating, like, the 70s or, like, the 80s or, like, the 90s or, like, the pop. And, like, what colors are, are, are you using? Like, what props are you using? Like, you can make a prop. You know what I'm saying? Like, super glue some paper towel rolls together to make and paint it and make a, th- a thing right behind you. But, like, always feel free to, like, play around with some stuff and make a a photo shoot out of it because like the marketing and the branding of like your character is what is going to help people hear your music before they hear it because you want them to kind of understand what you sound like if they cannot hear like to me the way that I look at music videos of myself and performances and live performances and base how I do my live performances is I think if I couldn't hear what that sounded like, can I feel what the music sounds like without hearing anything at all? And that's how I base my live performances and like how I move my body. And we'll get more into detail of that too. I think I'm going to make a segment about that. Let me just jot that down with a pen. So the third thing that I want to talk about is you want to have copywriting. Like you want to be able to copyright your stuff. If you guys are a band, you want to look into, um, you know, copyright that org. I mean, that gov, whichever one it is. I'm going to go into the segment of that. But copywriting, I think, is essential. Um, it really helps when you're pitching to TV. It really helps when you are... Uh, plugging it into a distributor or an aggregator or a PRO and you know you're plugging it in to distribute to people to put it out there like when you're not just playing it live it's very important to have that copyrights yeah it's a piece of paper and it costs a little bit of money and now like there's you can copyright an album or you can copyright a single and it's a lengthy process but all it takes is only a couple hours online and for that you just need your lyrics and the song recorded and it doesn't have to be a multi-platinum studio you don't you can record it with one microphone on an interface like I said as long as you have it recorded and and in one sound like you can copyright your music it's really easy I'm gonna go into a step-by-step process for that but I want you guys to jot down like copywriting is essential if you write the lyrics and the melody basically the lyrics and the melody and the main components or the bread and butter of every song that can be a sole copyright 
Now, when you're talking about bands that collaborate and contribute to each other when they're writing things, I'm going to research about that and go into depth and talk to a couple of friends of mine who do copyrights that have bands that collaborate together. And when I touch base on that segment, um, I'll show you guys how to run through. I'll make a video about it on how to, you know, how to plug in your copyright, put in the proper metadata, what essentials you need. Um, you know, you just need like your credentials. You as a person, I think you need like your social and or not your social, I don't remember. Um, but you, you just need some essentials and it's really easy. You don't have to pay anyone to do it. You can do it all online. It's super, super easy. You can do it with all kind of different mediums, doing it for song, doing it for film, doing it for scoring. You can do it for, um, you know, screenwriting. You can do it for every, everything that is a creative thing can be copywritten. And I highly suggest that everybody does it. And next is a PRO. Um, a pro, as we call it, is, uh, you know, like that thing that you guys heard about. It's called BMI or ASCAP or SASAC and those different PROs are um, performing rights organizations. They're the ones who, after you've copywritten your stuff, you put it through a, a distributor. Um, they are basically a funnel source that puts it out to like Spotify, iTunes, and all those other streaming services or online and, and stuff like that. And they collect data of how many times it's been listened to, how many times it's been played on the radio, and that's what you get paid for in your royalty quarterly checks. Now, it's a quarterly check. I keep bumping this microphone, man. It's a quarterly check that basically for like three months, you listen, the people listen to your stuff. Then you get a check like three months after that quarter has been hit. And it's kind of different to understand, but... That's why I kind of wanted to go over this stuff and make sure that everyone out there is making sure like, dude, even if you have like three songs that you're playing every single day at an open mic, at someone's living room, in a corporate event, in everything, you need to plug yourself into a PRO, a pro, performing rights organization. BMI is free and BMI and ASCAP are joining, they merged. So there's really, because there were so many uh, different musicians and songwriters and, and uh, collaborators that, that one had like, you know, half the band had like ASCAP, half the band had like BMI. So they, I guess they just like merged one day, which is actually really great because when you're distributing royalties or public performance royalties, which you get for publicly performing, um, it just easier to do it that way now with the pro basically what you do is you get your copyright you have your song you're like -na -na -na. yeah this is sound awesome i recorded it it's about my favorite pair of boots i'm obsessed with boots and uh <laughs> you know you recorded it and you're like this is the best song in the world you know you're like sweet cool awesome recorded it however you recorded it you have it you know, you have it in waveform or MP3, I suggest wave. And, you know, you put it into copyright, you send it off to the copyright thing, they're working on your little certificate, and then you get to the PRO and you're like, sweet, I'm plugging in my stuff on BMI. One of the good things about BMI is you, you know, they give you royalties in different ways. And I'm going to cover royalties in a whole different segment. Very easy to understand, not so textbook where you 
kind of sounds think you know you're falling asleep I'm sure you're falling asleep now um but what they do is you know you can plug in every single time basically every time you do an open mic if that venue has paid their dues to a performance rights organization which they should um you can claim you playing your own copyrights and get a public performance royalty for that like why wouldn't everyone make money on open mics hello you can make money on open mics. You can play in a backyard. You can play at a corporate event. It's like there's so many different things. Like I said, I'll go over it. I'll make a special video for that too. Like I'm going to make a special video for all these different parts to kind of start like in-depth explaining to people. If you guys have like any questions or or things like that and if it ends up being like a broad question like a lot of people are asking, I'll probably just make another podcast for that. But the next step for you to do is, you know, get a get a, get a PRO. Get a PRO. Get a PRO and, uh, you know, sign up for that. It's free. I mean, BMI is free. I don't know about the other ones, but um, I'm just making this as a per- first-person perspective. I should probably research this stuff a little bit more, but I didn't want to wait anymore on letting you guys know what's up. And the final thing that I think every artist should need is, you know, um, a documents folder. You need to have a place where you can get your pitch. And, like, a pitch is like, you know... 10 to 30 seconds, man. That's all you need. Like, really, 10 to 30 seconds. You really need to be able to explain yourself, whether it's through, you know, band ex- band name examples or however else you, you know, my rock sounds like crashing cans on a tinfoil roof. And then it sounds like Radiohead. And someone will be like, okay, cool. I, I get that. So you need to have a set of documents. And for the documents, I think you need to have, like, an EPK, which is an electronic press kit that sounds like a whole a bunch of hollabaloo, but all it is is just like, you know, a couple photos and you can, you know, you can use like a website to turn it into a PDF, put some words on it, and then there's your boom. It looks like a nice little electronic folder. Um, You also need a bio. You know, I struggled with a bio for a really long time. I didn't really have a good... um, time writing about myself I couldn't pinpoint it because I was looking for my sound I was looking for my character I was looking for my brand I was like thinking about uh fitting into the age gap I was like oh I need to I don't know what to do I don't know what to say um and it just kind of over time just sit on it you know figure out what you want to be able to say to people about expressing yourself as a as an individual and then if a couple of your friends have some suggestions like text like five or ten of your friends and ask them like hey uh what does my music sound like to you or what do you think is the coolest thing that you know about me as an artist like what do you like in my musical career what has like made you like what do you say to people about me when you tell people about me that's kind of like the best way I think and then you need to have some pictures um, a live video is, is always good. If you can grab sound from the board, and uh, by saying that, I mean when you perform live, see if it's possible for you to set up a recording device like, uh, you know, like a Tascam or Zoom recorder into, you know, an XLR cable that goes right into the soundboard from the stage. If you talk to any sound engineer, and you ask them ahead of time, they'll probably give you some options. Some people will charge, some people won't. It's up to you, like, which route you want to go. But you want to be able to get a nice, good live sound. Um, 
even you know people there no people there but you want to be able to put some some music out there that showcases you live because if you want to get a booking you want to be able to show people that you know you you sound great on stage and and you like doing it and then I highly suggest having like three quotes when people quote you it's a, I think it's honorable when people can quote something about you. I think it's really great. But that also falls into like your press part of the documents. And, um, you know, I've been at this for almost, you know, a little over a decade. I've been playing guitar for a really long time. And throughout the years, I've, you know, changed things. But I always have a folder online uh, or I, I keep in a in a hard drive or whatever but it's got like all that stuff and I'll again I'm going to go through all this stuff and make different segments of what it is that you need to do as an artist and have on hand in order to have a solid set of boots aka a foundation so you can start stomping and hitting the ground and in order to play in front of people and you know showcase your stuff so documents are essential you want to be able to get to them when you're booking something you know you want to be able to copy paste your bio that has like details of your stuff details of where you played you know you want to be able to have another thing that's like a little bit more detailed like full-on resume of where you played and like full-on you know uh, attendance caps and um you know notable opening slots if you had like opening slots and uh you know notable high caliber people that you've played with sessioned with etc etc so that when you do you know approach people and you do take care of your marketing and followers and start branding yourself and gain a fan base from playing live from also showcasing yourself online you know you have that you're like a business and and a lot of people think that it's you know not not that cool man for like being a business when you want to be an artist but at the same time how are you going to be an artist if you want to work for someone else and not be your own business? Like, it's impossible. The only reason why there's people of high caliber out there that are making amazing, amazing ventures for themselves is because one day they woke up and they said, I'm going to take myself seriously. I'm going to make myself like a business. Like, I'm going to have documents. I'm going to plug myself in online. I'm going to have my copyrights. I'm going to have my live videos. I'm going to have my presentation just like a company who makes any kind of product. You want to have your representation, people writing reviews. And for the most part, you know, you when you do stuff live, you want to have um, like a library of, of keeping all your things, you know, in a row, little ducks in a row. Um, so I, I don't know. I think I babbled enough. Um, you know, just again, when people ask me, what is it that like a, a, an artist needs? Again, you need to figure out what you're doing with your songwriting or what you're creating. B, you're creating by yourself, you're creating with a band. Then your brand, what are you doing? Are you standing out? How do you look? What's your character? Like, what's your marketing approach? Like, figure it out. Like, I'm going to kind of go into depth of that with all this stuff again. Third, copywriting. Copyright your stuff. Copyright all of your stuff. The poor man's copyright, cool. 
make 35, 45 extra dollars and get an actual certificate. Just do it. It'll, it'll feel good. You'll feel good. And it will be like people can start taking you seriously. You know what I'm saying? Then, PRO, a pro. What are you going to do? How are you going to, you know, connect yourself in order to be able to receive public royalties? Online streaming royalties, radio royalties. We'll go over that again, but figure out a PRO. You know, it's it's not it's not just sitting behind a computer wasting your time. The stuff you need this stuff. If you want to get to the next place, you need the stuff. And then last um, is documents. You know, you want to be able to have documents um, on hand that you tackle away every single day. And, you know, it, it might seem kind of lengthy. And it might seem kind of crazy. But, like, if you just tackle this stuff one day at a time. It doesn't matter which one you start with. You want to start with documents? Okay, today you're going to write up, uh, you know... A bio. You're going to write up a bio. You're going to text 10 of your friends. Ask them what they think your bio should sound like. Now, if they're like, cock-a-doodle-doo, dude, you're great. Like, maybe that's not the best bio. I mean, unless that's what you're going for. And it's totally fine. But, like, also just filter. (laughs) You know, try to filter so that it sounds legit. Um, Then, you know, just, like, have all these things linked together. One day at a time, one step at a time, every single day, do something that propels you forward and you will start to see the progress come back to you. You'll start to see opportunities coming to you. Now, how is this all going to help me, right? You're like, oh man, this sounds like a bunch of homework that I don't feel like doing. What's the point of, what's the point of all this? A, you get your copyright, you connect with with a PRO, right? You get my copyright, I put that stuff on BMI. When I go on tour, and I know that I'm playing out on tour, every single day after I play on tour, I plug in where I played, with whom I played. I get my players that want to play in the backing band with me. Um, and I get them to sign into BMI. And then I can add them to the playlist and I can add them to the band that's traveling with me live so that every single show we play, whether it's an open mic, someone's living room, a venue, whatever cap, festival, when I get my public performance royalties, they also get their public performance royalties for playing with me as the sole copyright holder on a live setting. Make sense? Then... Documents. When I'm booking shows, I have all these documents connected together. And if it's a festival, they want to know where your stuff is on Spotify. You can't get your stuff on Spotify unless you connect your stuff onto a distributor and get your copyrights right and put yourself onto BMI. So then you can show them like, hey, dude, this is my sweet Spotify sound. And it actually made it on this sweet playlist. Check us out. We're doing great. Then they're going to be like, hey, it would be really great, but like, we need a live video of you doing that. And you're like, oh man, I really want to play this festival. What am I going to do? So if you start tackling this stuff one day at a time, like, you can do it. It just takes one step at a time. You know, just one picture, one picture here. Get a little video of you guys doing a thing in a rehearsal studio or like, you know, practice spot or your living room, however you want to do it. Connect it all. Have all of your social media with the same name, at least at least some form of your name together. 
um, you know, and have it all connect because in the long run, when you start booking tours and I'm going to do, I'm going to do a whole segment on how to book tours and how to drive your backup band crazy. And, um, I'm going to have like a whole segment of like how it is, you know, how you can book yourself without a booking manager, without paying anybody and just doing it yourself. Resources that are free for people to use online and don't cost anything but your sweet, sweet, sweet and precious time. Um, But if you really want to do it, you you'll do it. Um, But that's it. I think I've said um like a million times. I think. I've said like a bunch of times, but I hope you guys like it. I am going to start doing weekly breakdowns of what it is that I talked about today. um, And I hope that it helped you. Again, this is Power Bush Radio. We're going to start getting into the nitty gritty of like chicks and chicks being out there and playing. And how it is to stay powerful and true to yourself and how to like not worry about what other people are telling you to do, man. All right. P. Babylon. Out.